WTBQ. I'm gonna make this place your Good morning and welcome to The Real Real Estate Show. This is Grace Morin from Howard Hanna Rand Realty and I am here today with Christine Koenig, licensed in New York and New Jersey with Howard Hanna Rand Realty. Happy Monday, Grace. Happy Monday. It's freezing outside, <laughs> uh, but it's sunny, so that's a good thing, right? I, I think know. later in the week we're going to have some rain. As lo- listen, as long as the sun is out this time of year, it, it's been warming up in the afternoon, so it's, it has it's starting been. to feel starting to feel better. This is a I always think of this time as maple syrup time of year, oh. because as soon as it starts, you know, we have freezing yes. temperatures at night up into the 40s during the day. That is when the sap is running. So if you guys mm-hmm. are uh, um, looking to tap your trees, you're probably oh, a few weeks late. But this is this is when it happens. This is the uh, uh, the maple syrup that you get from a real tree versus like Aunt Jemima or I know. well, that's not even not, syrup. That's just or uh, what, what's the other water. one? Um, Mrs. Butterworth's. Yes. <laughs> it's not the same thing. My nephew does make maple syrup in Cooperstown, New York, and his syrup is so, so good. Whenever we go there, I come back with loads of it. In fact, we're trying to get up there this week because we're out of our maple syrup. So it's funny that you brought that up. (laughs) And another funny thing, I happen to be in Walmart. Yeah. Speaking of other syrups, and I saw this giant Mrs. Butterworth's container, but it was with Fruity Pebbles syrup. What? That sounds so gross. Agreed. That falls into the. It's like, not really. Someone, someone syrup. should have. Someone should have done a little more market analysis on that one. I mean, oh, that just doesn't. Listen, move. I'm betting that there are kids screaming, "Mom, I want this syrup!" You know, and you know whether you give it to your kid or not, that's your business. But it's just got to be plain sugar and food coloring for, for sure. sure. Oh my God. Anyway, so. so so today we are going to eventually get into talking about a CMA. It's that time of year as well, right? Market analysis, find yep. out what your home's worth. Yes. If you're thinking of selling, especially, um, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about the numbers of houses coming on the market right now, which is small. Very um, small. Do you, should I give those numbers out? Well, we will in a minute. Um, and, you know, what? why that's important right now, um, if you are thinking of selling and you want to maximize um, you know, the number of buyers who are seeing your home right now, this is it. This is that moment. Yeah. Right. We don't know home, what's going to happen in, in the next couple of months. We no, really we, don't. I mean, we don't. There is talk of rising interest rates. I mean, there's mm-hmm. doom and gloom everywhere. At sure. the same time, you know, we know that there are a lot of buyers still out there. Lots. So, um, you know, the earlier on, you're on the market this spring, the better. And I, I mean that probably more than any other year. I think that um, this this is your moment. So uh, if you're thinking of selling, take advantage. Uh, and the first step is trying to figure out what what is your home worth in this market? It's uh, it's not an easy question. And what you thought was right six months ago is not right now. So, um, you know, let's make sure that we, um, you know, take, take that time to really dive into your local market um, in this snapshot of time. And that's what we're going to really talk about today. What's in a market analysis? What should you be looking for? What information is it really telling you um, and, you know, how you should evaluate that. Sure. And um, we, we have a question that we'll get to during the show at some point that just came up as a text message. So we will get to that. And um, I'll just read it out loud right now. What's the difference between pre-approval and pre-qualified? So we'll 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 go into that probably in the last segment. So, um, yep. So other anybody than else that- has questions, give us a call. Um, 845-651-1110, or you can text us at 845-328-0886. Perfect. 
So while we're talking about um, the inventory or lack thereof, um, and you know some some anecdotal evidence of of how crazy the market still is, um, I will say I put a mar- house on the market last week. I had an open house on Saturday. Um, I had plenty of offers, and we had <laughs> we we chose our offer by by Thursday, um, and now it's off the market. And that you know, and, and that was would- a home that was you know in the six hundred thousands. Homes in the and it went above list and it did. Um, I know that homes that are priced in that um, three to three fifty market are getting so many offers right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So why don't you talk a little bit about what what's come on the market? You know, in the last week or so, pretty much nothing. But um, <laughs> right now, active in the town of Warwick are sixty five listings, and last week um, it was uh, six listings uh, of, out of that sixty five came on. And in Orange County, 539 active listings right now. 54 came on last week. That's in the entire county. Pending, 78 in Warwick. Pending um, in Orange County, 711. That means they're in contract. Uh, Temporarily off the market, that means they have an accepted offer, is 20 in Warwick and 265 in Orange County. Sold in the last 30 days, 27 in Warwick and 302 in the county. Coming soon in Warwick 4, that means it hasn't actually hit the market. It's going to be on the market in a couple of days. You you, you know, I don't know exactly how many days. Everyone has a different amount. What's the, the maximum you can put a coming soon on two weeks before? Uh, I think it's two weeks. Yeah. Isn't it? I, I'm going to say uh, it's different in New York and New Jersey, so I get confused. Okay. And then coming soon in the county is 23. So uh, also in um, in Goshen, in the past uh, seven days, two houses came on the market. In Chester, five houses came on the market. It's, um, I mean, this time of year, typically a lot of lot more homes than that are coming on the market, and it's just not happening. Right. Well, I th- you know, I feel like February is. As agents, we always get anxious in February, mm-hmm. right? Because for us, the spring market has started by February, right? Surely, yes. We have buyers who have, you know, the worst of winter is over and they're ready to go. Um, and a lot of times sellers don't think the spring market is till like March or April. Um, and so to me, as I said, this is the sweet spot for, you know, putting your house on the market and really maximizing what you're going to get. Yeah, uh, typically... In January, people wake up on January 2nd and they're like, oh, this is the year we're going to move. And, you know, but but this year we don't just have those people. We have the people from last fall who wanted to move, who still haven't been able to because they can't find a house. So the buyer pool is growing and growing and just the listings haven't come on. And how many offers did you end up having on that house? Um, I had eight good offers um, and I've had people reach out since saying if something happens and this is for a 600,000 plus home so the people are there they're there for these types of homes and it 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 it, if you any house that you have if you have a house that's in the between three and four hundred you're probably going to get even more offers than that Mm -hmm. for sure there's a point where you have to as an agent a listing agent you have to cut it off no it's true like um, you know it's it's nerve wracking for a seller who says we're going to put it on. We get all this flurry. These offers come in, and it's been on the market three or four days. And they're they're you know they're inclined to say should we wait? Um, you know, and I you know I say first of all if you wait too long with people who have offers sitting on the table, 
um, they kind of start to look around other places. Not that there's a whole lot of other places for them to go. No, but, but if something else comes on, they're out there. They're on. on correct. It. Because there's there is this enthusiasm. So you want to take advantage of the enthusiasm. And you want to, you know, really drive that interest and focus it into a very small time frame because that's how you are going to get the those you know the strongest of the offers as things sit out there longer in this market people will think oh there must be something wrong or whatever mm -hmm. and um you know that used to be like at day 45 day 60 people were like oh what's going on now it's like day 10 what's wrong with that place a lot of times what's <laughs> the only thing that's wrong is it's overpriced because right. you still can't overprice it just because of the the market it's better i think it's better to have a a, a realistic price point and mm -hmm. then have the offers come in and they'll go above list if if the value is there for for the the people making the offer and that's right. exactly what happens yep. you know in, in the case of this particular house and most homes that this is what happens so um yeah you, it's it's if you are, have been thinking about it it's the time is now. yeah reach out we, we we can help you we can help navigate you through this and get you to the point with to decide whether or not it is what you want to do this year so um, that being said, we are going to get ready to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the market analysis, um, what to expect, um, what's inside it, why it's important, how to evaluate it, all of those um, key questions. Chris Steritz has been an award-winning associate broker for more than 28 years. Chris's vast knowledge of Orange County ensures that your goals will be met whether you are a buyer or a seller, and she will help with your home inspection, mortgage, and appraisal process. She's also a specialist in corporate relocation, and the home inventory on her website is always current. For more information or to contact Chris, visit chrissteritz.randrealty.com. O'Keefe and McCann is the only law firm for all your real estate transactions. Founding partner William O'Keefe will patiently guide you through every step, whether you're buying or selling property, commercial or residential, from the first meeting to the closing. O'Keefe and McCann earned their top rating due to their impeccable attention to detail, their dedication to a smooth closing, and the pride they take in their clients' complete satisfaction. They are with you throughout the entire process, ensuring a successful outcome. For the finest real estate attorney, visit omlawteam.com. Hi, this is Rachel Heiss, branch manager of Howard Hanna Rand Realty. Right now is a great time to buy or sell. Buyers can take advantage of historically low interest rates and sellers can get top dollar for their home in this high demand market. Our agents utilize the most innovative tools and market knowledge to help you achieve your real estate goals. Give us a call at 845-986-4848. At Howard Hanna Rand Realty, home happens here. Hi, this is Dr. David Leach, the superintendent of the Warwick Valley Central School District and host of Your Schools. Listen every Monday at 12 noon to learn what's happening in your schools right here on WTBQ, radio worth listening to. Hi, this is John Tesh. Tune in for great music and intelligence for your life on weekdays at 1 p.m. as we assemble the tips, the facts, and the news you need to be happier, healthier, more lovable, and more fun to be around. Radio worth listening to. We put the intelligence out there. You decide what to do with it. WTBQ. I'm gonna make this place your home. Welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show. I'm your host, Christine Koenig, hosting today with... Grace Warren from Howard Hanna Rand Realty. So uh, before the break, we had someone who asked a question about 
what the difference is between being pre-approved and pre-qualified. Um, and so, Grace, take it away. The, well, the the simplest difference is really that the uh, a pre-approval has been has gone under underwriting, gone through underwriting at this at the point that they've issued that, and the pre-qual has not. So that means they've actually checked their credit and they've checked their you know income. A, a, all of that stuff's been checked, and in a pre-qual, it's not. It's basically what you've told the mortgage broker is your status and that's what they go by. They haven't really checked anything. So that's right. the difference. And that's important when you're selling a home. Mm -hmm. um, someone may be pre-qualified up to whatever number, you know, they said they can support, but without the without the pre-approval where someone has gone through to confirm they don't have, you know, maybe student loan debt or, um, you know, high credit card spending or who knows what, right? It could or, be anything. Right, it could be, you know, a credit lower than what you thought it was. Um, all these things go into building that approval. So, um, you know, it's nice to see a prequal, but um, I wouldn't I wouldn't accept an offer on one. No, not at all. So, I mean, when, when Mike does one for us, Mike Van Mansart, he always does a, a, a pre-approval. Right, the full the full approval. And, you know, the the other thing, like from, from buyers, I will hear sometimes, I don't want to have them run my credit yet because I don't know how long it's going to take me to find a house and I don't want it to hit my credit. To which I say to them, which Mike has explained, um, you know, you, if you're mortgage shopping, right. And they hit your credit once they know you're mortgage shopping. So mm -hmm. when, you know, if, if someone has to do it again, it doesn't ding you a second time, right? It, it, they, right. the credit bureaus understand that you're not going to just make one call and that's going to be your person. Same thing if you're car shopping and you go to a couple places and they all do the they inquiry, understand what's it only happening. hits your credit once mm -hmm. and it's a few points. And then, at, you know, it's usually active for 90 days. And at the end of the 90 days, that score usually goes right back up. So it's, um, you know, it's, it's strange big, how it works. You should, you should, but you need to do that really if you're going to be correct. shopping. You have, you have to have the Especially in this climate that we have right now. Yep. So, so all right, let's market analysis. Let's talk about the market analysis. So CMA, competitive, comparative, comparative, comparative market analysis. <laughs> it's all coming together. Um, the basic gist of that, it just says in this snapshot of time right now today, here's what's happening in the market, right? And so we will um, take your home, right? We're going to look at location, school district. Um, we're going to look at number of bedrooms. We're going to look at uh, square footage. We're going to look condition. Yeah, condition for sure. Um, we're going to take all that in. When I when I'm talking to someone before I do a market analysis for them, I'm going to want to go walk through the house with them, mm -hmm. right? I'm going to ask them questions like, um, since you've bought the home, what work have you done on it? Um, mm -hmm. I am going to assume that um, someone who's doing a market analysis is considering selling. So while I'm walking around, I'm going to talk to them about things I see. They may want to consider working on while they're thinking about selling, right? Just help them put together a list so that if it is what they decide to do, they know what they need to do up front. Um, and then um, I'm gonna ask them a little bit about what their expectations are. Because although it's not gonna influence the numbers in the market analysis, it is gonna help me know how to talk to them about what, what that market analysis reveals. Does that make sense? It makes sense to me. Um... You know, we're looking at things, um, condition, as I said, mm -hmm. the other things that Christine said, the neighborhood. I don't know if you mentioned that because that's a really important, important piece of that, too. Right. And um, yeah, so we, we're looking at a lot of different things when we come up with this number. And usually it's not an right, exact it's not a hard, number. Right. It's it, a range. It's not an exact science. Some of it's gut, right? 
uh, when you come up with a number based on square footage or the, the, some of the things are concrete that you're going to look at, but some things are just, you know, our gut too, just right. from having experience. No, for sure. That's true. Um, so when I, you know, once I do my walkthrough and I take all my notes and so in my notes, I am going to look at everything. So you do it the same way I do. You go for a walk. I always first. go for a walkthrough first. Mm-hmm. Some um, people don't do that. I, I know. And, um, and by the way, I've lost listings because of that. Um, yeah. but I feel like Unless it's like a, a condo where I'm going to be able to do a lot of research up front sure. and then it's you know, easy to be tell. able to take a walk through and know, is this at the high end or low end of this range? Um, you know, and sometimes for a buy level, I might be able to do that. I can get a sense of Especially what buy levels are Especially if it's in a neighborhood for, yeah. that has, you know, like homes. Correct. It's, um, that's a little easier, but it, in the, the area that we are in here, it's not so simple because you know you have country roads with different types of houses on it. Or we have and, really old homes, and yeah. you don't know what's been done on the inside of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so I will. When someone calls for a market analysis, you know, I will ask: Are we doing a listing presentation, or is this just for your general knowledge? Are you are you looking to list right now, or you know what are, what are your plans? Because mm-hmm. I will prepare differently for that for that meeting going mm-hmm. in. Me too. Um, you know that. That being said, when I, when we're walking around, um, I'm definitely looking for things like how old is the roof? Um, have the windows been replaced? Um, do we have hardwood or carpets? Um, how old is the furnace? How old's the hot water heater? Um, you know, even on the outside, right? What's the curb appeal like? Are there retaining walls? Um, what's the condition of those retaining the walls? The landscape, the driveway. Um, you know, so many things. We so look many at. things, right? And then. I'm also going to do a cursory look at, you know, is this a home that may be going FHA or VA and does it have like handrails or chipped and painting, you know, chip paint, things like that. Because I'm trying to figure out, again, what do I need to have someone work on while, you know, the market analysis is being put together and stuff like that. What do you, th- how, how do you feel about private roads? So for me, private roads, are, I, don't, I don't feel one way or the other. I really just like to make sure that I ask the questions about, is there a road maintenance agreement? Um, you know, if not, how, how is road maintenance handled? Who does the plowing? Who, you know, who repairs potholes? How is that taken care of? Um, and you'd be surprised how loosey goosey some of those. I would not be surprised. Well, cause you live on a private road. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, I do. Yes. I do. Um, anyway, um, you know, and so, you know, I take all of these like copious notes, right? And then I go back and I sit down um, in front of my computer um, and I take an hour or so to really kind of dig into the MLS. Um, and when yeah. I'm looking at what's sold, I am looking at similar square footage. If I can, similar style. Um, school I, district. Within the school district, um, within the last six months. Um, and then if it's towards the end of the last six months in this current market, I... I add a little bit more because I know that we're selling more now than we did six months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, it's, it is sort of this touchy feely thing, right? Cause you're going through pictures or perhaps you were in the house when it was listed. So you have a, a tangible experience. Yeah. A with, lot of times I, I know we've been in these houses, so we sort of know right, why compare, um, you know, if a house sold way over, um, you know, if I have six houses that I'm comparing it to and one of them went way over and I had not been in that home. I might not know why that home really got that. But, um, you know, the person who's looking for a market analysis is going to see that one outlier and be like, well, they got that. We should, too. And I need to be able to know, yes, you can or no, because. There are times where I might not even use that. And I just 
pull it aside and, and maybe bring the listing with me just to say, yeah, this this happened because they may ask you oh, about they, it. Oh, they always know. They always know. So it, it's good to it's good to know what, um, you know, the market just yeah. around it. So I would bring it. I may not use it. Correct. And, and I've had that happen. And I may um, not use the one that sold for really low too, you know, because there might have been a real reason why it did sell for, for very low. So yeah. it goes both ways. It does. Um, you know, so th like that's, that is that first part is really digging in, doing that research, finding um, what what homes are going for, understanding why one went high, one went low, positioning the home that you just looked at kind of in that crowd of homes. Um, and then, as you said, kind of doing that gut check to say, does, does this feel right for this house? You mm -hmm. know, does it have something that I'm missing, like a really good view, right? I feel like view cell, water cells, right? Is there a stream? Is there a pond? Is there a lake? Like, what are those other things, right? Oh, is there a pool right now? Pools are, right? Hot, hot, hot. So I don't know. Are they hot, hot, They hot? are for me. Does it have a pool? I, I've, I've never had more people ask Put me, a pool in, for goodness sake. Can, it, can it, I put a pool? Right. right. And then we'll say, you know, when we get there, we have to look, where is the septic? Right. right. Where would you like to It's a to little different, around, you know, in, in our area because... You, Outside the village, you have septics that you have to worry about, and wells. Right, you can't put a pool you can't just on top put it any place you want it. So, um, so yeah, there, there's many, many things, and 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 you don't just use solds; you're using active listings and mm -hmm. under contract listings too. Correct. So when you say how it fits in, I usually look at it as how does it fit? How will this house fit into the other active listings? Mm -hmm. um, and and how does the price work with those as well? Yeah. I just, uh, I'm working on a market analysis right now in Middletown for a condo. Mm -hmm. um, and it's very interesting because no condos in that development have sold for more than 400,000. There is one active condo, uh, two under contract, both under four. Um, the neighbors sold a month ago under four. One new came on the market at 450. Wow. Correct. That's a big jump. Correct. And it's not a local agent. And my person saw the 450 and it's like, great, I want that. And I said, <laughs> well, they didn't get that yet. <laughs> I said, Correct. And I said, I said, I think that, you know, our, our plan will be to sell against that, right? Mm -hmm. We're, this number, it's not a realistic number for the house. It doesn't matter the situation. Nothing in here is sold for close to that. And the stuff is closed in the last month. So we know that. I said, but that being said, a, a high number like that can, can make something priced higher than usual, but lower than that number, look more attractive. I said, sure. and there's a psychology to it, right? I mean, these are, these are the things, right? So like, do, do I price, do I price it at 399? Because that's really what it should be priced at. Do I price it at 415? Because this 450 might make that sell in this market. You don't know. And it's like, this is, this is that psychology. Like, what are you, what's the seller more comfortable with? What am I really going to recommend? Um, it, a lot goes into it, right? It, it absolutely it does. <laughs> I'm laughing because of you know, I I can understand the, the the seller saying, "Oh, I I want what they're getting because they see that number, but they haven't gotten it, so Correct. they haven't gotten it yet." And that's what I said. That and and that's what I said to the to the prospective seller. I said, "Why don't we just do the full market analysis?" I said, "It will be part of the analysis to see that it's there, but at the same time, I said, I said, listen, I'll go into like our." Are showing time. I said, I'll be able to see how many appointments there are. And based on what I'm seeing, we'll have an idea. Is anyone even looking at it at this number? Because, you know, at, you don't want to overprice yourself and not sell. Because that will be one of the listings that everyone keeps seeing and saying, what's wrong with that place? That's correct. 
Why is that still correct. on the market? There must be something wrong with it. Yep. And there's probably nothing wrong with it, except that the price is too high. It's funny that you mentioned the um, a, another agent listing it for a higher price. I had an agent from out of the area call the office on Saturday, and she said to me, she's from um, Nyack, and she, was, uh, she has a buyer for Warwick, and mm-hmm. she said to me, this house just came on, it, 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 I I don't know what to do because uh, are you guys getting full price over there? It's like we're just across a line. We're not that far away. Of course, we're getting full price and above. (laughs) I just thought it was funny. Like Warwick seemed to be so like out of, you know, so out of of the area for her. But yet she's showing houses and she doesn't know how to advise her client. Right. I will, I will say that's why I don't go to Rockland because I don't know what's going on over there. Right. So I laugh a lot because, um, you know, people think that Orange County, right, is like way out there. Yeah. We're Uh, on the border of Jersey. I know. It's, we're downstate people. Hello. We're not upstate. (laughs) It cracks me up. Oh, you live in upstate New York. So uh, we're going to take a a break. And then when we come back, I think we have a caller. Pillar to Post Home Inspectors is your number one choice when buying or selling a home in the Hudson Valley. Pillar to Post Inspectors are experienced, informative, and very knowledgeable. We will examine the structure, plumbing, heating, cooling, and electrical systems. Our thorough inspection will identify important factors, which may save buku dollars when making a home purchase. For more information or to schedule your home inspection, call the owner, David Wilner, at 845-610-5366. Visit PillarToPost.com backslash David Wilner. Hi, this is Christine Koenig with Howard Hanna Rand Realty, and I love real estate. I grew up helping my dad fix up his investment properties. That knowledge and experience has fueled my passion for real estate. Licensed in New York and New Jersey for over 10 years, I focus my business on Orange, Passaic, and Sussex counties. Check out my website at christinekoenig.randrealty.com or listen to The Real Real Estate Show, Mondays at 10 a.m. Tune into The Nonprofit Notebook, your resource for and about people helping people. Learn about all the events and services available for you, friends, or family. Open your Nonprofit Notebook Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Radio worth listening to. Hi, this is Dr. Pierre-Louis, a clinical psychologist. I will take your calls and I will answer all your personal and business relationship questions helping you create a life healthy in mind, body, and spirit every Friday at 11 a.m. WTBQ GHT Weather. Mostly sunny skies this morning. We'll see temperatures head up into the upper 20s to near 30 this afternoon with some high cloudiness. Tonight becoming mainly partly to mostly cloudy and cold, low in the mid-teens. And tomorrow, a fair amount of cloudiness. We'll see a few breaks of sun. It'll be a flurry in the afternoon. Highs 38 to 42. Cloudy skies tomorrow night. Again, there's a risk of a flurry. Overnight low around 30. And for Wednesday, look for a mix of sun and clouds, a little bit milder. Highs in the mid-40s. From the WTBQ Weather Center, I'm WeatherWorks' Tony Salimo. WTBQ. I'm going to make this place your home. We're back with The Real Real Estate Show. This is Grace Warren from Howard Hanna Rand Realty. And I am with Christine Koenig. Howard Hanna, Rand Realty, licensed in New York and New Jersey. And I believe that we have a caller. Yeah. 
Hello, who's caller. Who's calling and where are you from? It's Mark from Florida, New York. Good morning, Grace. Good morning, Christine. <laughs> hey, Mark. I just had a question for you. With the market being the way it is, how are the appraisals? Are they coming in or not? Or, you know, I was just very curious about that. Some thinking of them, when you were talking about that. Yeah, some of them are. Some of them aren't. There are a lot of people who are putting waiver um, appraisal, appraisal, waivers yeah, appraisal waivers in there. You know, they'll, they'll say, well, you know, if it goes up to like $20,000 over, we'll make up the difference. It's, it's crazy. So it, really what it does is it, people that have to have, um, people that have cash, it works out for because large, they can waive or it. A large down or a large payment. down payment. But people that are only financing, say, you know, 10% or less, it's much more difficult for them to get a house. Right. I was yes. just curious about that. I will, I will say my, my appraisals over the last say four to six months um have mostly appraised or appraised close right maybe we're like two thousand or three thousand dollars short i haven't had something that came in um significantly short have you I'm, no no not significantly short um but i i do worry like when when we have properties that are going for fifty thousand dollars sixty thousand dollars over, over asking. asking price whether or not it will whether or not it will so do you I have a vibe me. do you have a vibe that they're normally pretty close then you know when the yeah. deal is together then yeah yeah they're oh, they're, okay. pre they're pretty close i'd say right. you know okay. but within like ten thousand dollars right yeah. and, okay and i feel like a part of our job when we're when we're talking to the appraisers is to share with them how competitive something is when something goes way they know when something goes way over um you know i i make it my business to let them know how many offers we had that, that this was not an outlier offer. Um, and then I will show them the comps I used to come up with where my basis was. Like I, I try to present them with a lot of information so that they, that they, I make sure they have an understanding of the market. Um, but what's interesting with appraisers is they are truly independent. They don't have to take a single piece of paper I offer them. Mm -hmm. So right, um, right. it really depends on who the appraiser is, how familiar they are with the market. Some are very open to seeing what you have they don't they're not going to necessarily use it but sometimes they'll use it kind of as background um education for and themselves it may be on the market. some of the, the comps that they already have correct and right. other times i have people who say you can just keep that i have everything i need and mm -hmm. you know I'm, right. I'm very respectful and say no problem right so uh, okay thank you very much grace thank yeah. you very much christine and um yeah i just had that curiosity thanks have a great day all right take bye, care now. bye uh, yeah so appraisals we always worry about them. Always. And and the sellers worry. That's the big, you know, I always say people think it's the inspection that's the biggest worry. I don't know that some of the, the I don't think the the sellers real worry about it until it becomes a problem in so many oh, cases. No. I, I know up front on the last few houses, because the, you know, when I, again, back to the market analysis. When Unless I'm, I bring it up to them, I'm not sure they always think about that. When I'm sitting with someone doing the market analysis and, and our number comes in higher than than maybe what they thought. They're going to say, wow, really? And I say, yeah, I think we're going to get this number. And they, this, well, the next question that has happened, and I think most times it's like people have bought recently or they're working on buying. They'll say, what happens if it doesn't appraise? Mm, right. Yeah. And there is that concern, um, especially when the number is surprising to them, mm -hmm. right? Because they're like, how can, maybe how can that it, right be? Right <laughs> now, it, it, it's probably surprising. The person, that house that you're just talking about earlier, mm -hmm. were they surprised when you told them that number or did they know? Um, so the number we talked about was, so, so when they started doing their own kind of research and realized what they could probably list their house for, they were surprised. And then when I confirmed it, they were like, wow. <laughs> it's, it's surprising. Yeah.
So very surprising. Uh, you know, that being said, let's uh, circling back to the market analysis for a few minutes. Um, you know, other parts, there are other components that I put in my market analysis, right? Um, because I'm using that as a moment to, um, you know, talk about the home, but also talk about, you know, why someone might want to work with me, right? This is, uh, I, you know, the market analysis for a real estate agent is a time to let yourself shine, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you're sitting there, you're in someone's home, you're you're talking to them about um, how to position their home. You're speaking from a, a voice of authority. You've done a whole bunch of research, right? And you, I'm also going to capitalize on that moment to talk about, um, you know, why work with me? Why work with Rand? Um, so I'm going to talk a little bit about our market share. I'm going to talk about my marketing plan. Um, I'm going to talk about stats, right? How, like, you know, days on market, how, like, what their expectation could be if they decided to list. Um, we'll know something's going good if dot, dot, dot. We'll know something's going bad if dot, 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 right? Um, I also put together my list of things they should be working on. Um, around the house. That's an important thing too. And and sometimes um, we'll talk about, you know, staging and that kind of thing. And that might not come until the next meeting, I think. Right. For, for me, that's when I do that stuff. You know, I don't give that away for free. Right. And, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I do because no one pays me until it's closing. Right. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Um, so anyway, those are, you know, th- those are sort of my my basic things that I want to make sure I, I touch upon. Um, and then, you know, I leave them with the market analysis. Our market analysis is interactive, right? So um, I don't necessarily print it out. A lot of times, um, you know, I will sit and go through it if someone wants to sit and go through it. If I know that they're not, you know, ready to list and they just want to get a good idea of what their house is worth, you know, I'll email it and follow up with a phone call to walk through it with them that way. Um, you know, but being interactive um, you can click on the comps. You can see pictures from the last listings. You have these really nice. And if it changes from the time you did it to the next, it, it, it'll, it, it updates it. Mm-hmm. And then um, it also has nice ways to compare data, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so if you have six houses, it will list the basic things, number of bedrooms, square footage, um, you know, number of bathrooms. It'll, you know, you can see like what it sold for last time, right? Or how many days it might've been on the market last time. So you have all of this data coming in that as a seller, you can start to build your own confidence about where your house sits, right? You, It's not like you're looking at one picture of the outside of the house and, and waiting for someone to tell you about it. You can really dig into that and compare your kitchen to their kitchen. You can compare your bathrooms to their bathrooms, right? What's my yard look like to their yard? Um, you know, what do I have that they don't? Um, so, I find that letting someone sit with that market analysis really helps because then they're saying, you know, I saw that, that this had this, do you think I should do that? Um, you know, and you know, that brings us to a conversation about, about upgrades. Should people be making them or shouldn't they? And, yeah. you know, that's, that's a, that's a big question because I am not a fan of having someone spend thousands and thousands of dollars um, to update a house to sell it. No. However, it, I'm okay with them spending, you know, doing doing small things that make a big impact, right? Like paint. Pa- paint is huge. Um, even like in a bathroom, if you have that old teeny tiny square flooring, I'm okay if someone wants to put down some flooring. It's not a huge expense and it makes, you know, it's a, it's a big difference. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, just talking through like, what is it that you're asking should you do? What's the expense and what might that return be? 
because you're not, you know, usually when you do updates, right, you don't get 100% of your return back. No. And you're updating you to your preference, not necessarily someone exactly. else's. Right. And, and, and it's a lot of money to spend. Um, right. Right before, you know, if you're going to, if you need to update your kitchen and you're going to live with it for a couple of years, do what you want, you know, right. do it. But if you're doing it just to get your household, it's probably in this market, it's probably not a good idea. Yeah. But you want to do things like fix cabinet doors if they're like a Loose. little wonky, right? If you got a drawer that sticks, fix the drawer, right? Like you want to, you want to do the things to make the home seem well careful, well cared for, even mm -hmm. if it's not up to date. Yes. But, right. Caulk, right? Like if you have clean moldy the windows, caulk, right? All these things are super important, and uh, you don't know, you you don't necessarily realize it, but it all kind of steps into that that curb appeal that someone gets when they walk in the house. Mm -hmm. Are they feeling like ah? Oh, Everything here feels like it's well cared for. Yeah. One of the things that I have noticed and, you know, you tell me too, if you've mm -hmm. noticed this is most homes today, when they come on the market, they're, they're staged, they're ready to go. Yeah. Like they're, you know, it, there's not a big bunch of clutter all over the place. Those sort of things you can, you can, should take care of before you put the house on the market. So, and that, you know, it's, it's hard to say in this market, what is really going to make someone not make an offer on it. But I think that's that's right. sort of correct is one of those things because it just looks like the house hasn't been ma maintained right you want to have it look like someone can see themselves in the house mm -hmm. they don't necessarily need to see you in the house so to speak mm -hmm. um so decluttering is huge 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 the other thing i you know if i'm walking around someone's house and they have wall-to-wall -wall carpeting and it's got like all of those um bumps and ridges mm -hmm. you know i'll tell them it's to stretched get that stretched out. because yep. again when someone walks in the home you want them to look at does this floor plan work for me right Oh, I love the light in this house. You don't want them walking through with a mental checklist like, oh, I need a new carpet. Oh, I need to paint. Oh, I need to write. Because what they're doing is they're they're compiling a list, a list of how much all of this costs. Yeah. And then that's all automatically, okay, we're going to take that off the, Correct. the, I, the list right. price. When there's the, and, and it's one of those things when you see the carpet that needs to be stretched, right? It's not a big expense to have a carpet stretched, but... It's the difference between someone saying, okay, I can live with this carpet for a while versus I have to replace this before I move in. And that all builds into this, like, um, again, it's about the psychology, the mental feeling someone gets about the home. Do they want to put the offer in? How aggressive do they want to be with their offer? All of those things kind of build in. And so you want to kind of try to walk through your home with a fresh set of eyes, right? Pretend it's not your home. Pretend you were going to buy your home. What things stick out to you? Right. A lot of times that's what we're doing. We're mm -hmm. the fresh set of eyes because you, when you've lived in your home for a long time, you don't notice, the, you know, the broken latch in the bathroom. It's just something you live with. Right. You don't notice the, the wrinkle in the carpet. You really don't pay attention to it because it's just there every day. But uh, um, a new set of eyes is, is uh, you know what I do? Mm -hmm. A lot of times I, I tell people to take a picture and don't look at the house. Take look at the picture of the house because you can really see flaws in a picture that you wouldn't necessarily see when you're just looking at it. No, that's true. And I mean, even if I'm doing photography for like a rental listing, something that I might not hire a photographer for, I'll take the pictures, I'll bring it home, I put it on the computer and I'm like, oh my, I'm like, okay, I've got to go back, take this one. We got to move this. We got to do that. And you don't, you really, you're, you're absolutely right. That's a great piece of advice. Yeah. I, 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 I do that all the time. So um, I think it's time for us to take another break and we will be right back on the, with the home stretch, right? Yep, the, the, <laughs> the last segment. Bye-bye.
Hi, this is Brenda Wiley with Howard Hanna Rand Realty. Looking for a weekend getaway, a year-round retreat, or maybe you're considering selling. I'll help to bring your vision to a reality. Enjoy four seasons of lakefront living on Greenwood Lake. Go fishing, swimming, and boating all summer long. And when fall arrives, go apple picking, hiking, or skiing on Mount Peter. Visit brendabwiley.randrealty.com and let's find the home of your dreams. Hudson United Mortgage is the number one mortgage company specializing in residential loans in New York and New Jersey, where Mike Van Mansard is offering first-time home buyers low down payment options and a mortgage that saves you money and time. Licensed in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, Mike Van Mansard will patiently walk you through the maze of applying for a mortgage and is available for all your questions. Call Mike Van Mansard now to set up an appointment or for more information, contact Mike at HudsonMortgage.com. Hi, this is Grace Warren, a licensed real estate agent for Howard Hanna Rand Realty for more than 20 years. And I'm ready to hear your wants and needs. And then I will help you fulfill your goals. As a full-time residential specialist and longtime resident of Orange County, I know the Orange County market very well. And whether you're a buyer or seller, my priority is your satisfaction. For more information, please visit my website, gracewarren.randrealty.com, and let's get together. Hi, I'm Dave Edwards, and I invite you to join me every Sunday night when we'll showcase a perfect album. I'll start with side one, track one, and we'll play every song in order from the record. A few bonus songs, as well as some trivia, too, right here on Radio Worth Listening To. Are you a foodie, a wine connoisseur, or love both? Then join the conversation every Thursday at 11 a.m. with Stephen Keeter and his renowned guests, restaurateurs, chefs, and sommeliers on Food for Thought, right here on Radio Worth Listening To. WTBQ. I'm gonna make this place your home. We are back. This is The Real Real Estate Show. I'm Grace Warren from Howard Hanna Rand. And uh, I'm Christine Koenig with Howard Hanna Rand Realty. By the way, Grace, someone wants to say, hey, Grace, give me, I, I'd like you to do a market analysis. How, <laughs> how are they getting in touch with you? They are getting in touch with me by calling my cell number, and that's 845-742-4361, or they're emailing me, grace.warren at randrealty.com. Excellent. And if you'd like to get in touch with me, you can go to my website, which <laughs> I'm losing my mind, which is uh, <laughs> listwithchrisk.com. Um, and my phone number is there. So you can text me um, or email, whatever. All my contact information is right there on the website, listwithchrisk.com. You can also call the office. You can and call, call, call our office, 845-986-9898. You can call the radio station. Taylor will put, put you in touch with us. Um, eight four five six five one 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 zero. All right, no more phone. No numbers. more phone numbers. I'm confusing everybody. <laughs> <laughs> There's ways. Just Google us. So um, anyway, just to wrap up our market analysis conversation, if you are interested in um, seeing what your home is worth, you can reach out to either of us. Um, we'd be happy to uh, meet with you and talk about the market and where your home sits uh, within that market. Yes. All right. Happy to do that. So um, anyway, a couple other things we wanted to touch on today. Yeah, we are going to be having a, um, a real estate Q&A at our office on March 10th at uh, between 5 and 10. You don't have to be there at 5. You can be there anytime. You have questions that you want answers to. 
It's just sort of going to be a um, very casual kind of thing where you come in, ask the question. We can talk about market analysis. We can You can talk about pre-approval. We're going to have a home. Dave Wilmer will be there from uh, Pillar to Post. He's going to be there answering any kind of those types of questions. We will have an attorney there. We will have a mortgage broker there. And it should be uh, a great night. They're gonna, we'll have coffee. We'll have some, you know, treats. And we'll... I don't know if, Christine, are you planning on being there? Maybe, right? I know I will be there, um, but it, it should be it should be fun. And if you have questions ahead of time, you can actually, you can give them to me or you can go on our Facebook page, which is Warwick Real Estate on Facebook, and you can ask them there. And we're going to have a live stream that night as well. Oh, on there. are we? I think that's what she's, what, what uh, Ray, that's not my wheelhouse, right? right? So I'm not this techie person. So that's Rachel's thing that she, you know, she's going to do that. But I will be there and it, it should be fun. And, uh, you know, if you have questions, it's, it's a great time to ask. I love that. And not only that, it's kind of get, get your feet wet a little bit, yeah. right? Meet some people, have like feel like you have a, uh, a group of resources. Mm -hmm. So when you are ready, you're there, ready to go. It's, you know, I'm not going to be the only agent there. There'll be a bunch of agents there and you can ask any of us any questions you want. And, uh, you know, it's sort of like just... This is a time to ask. Yeah, so I know when I go... To the season. I don't know about you, but when I go to a party or whatever everybody always asks real estate questions to me. So I think this is a good opportunity if you don't know a realtor to come and, and ask questions. Yeah, for I sure. Mean, that happens to you, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. So um, another fun and exciting thing happening this week is... Oh, yes. Very fun and very exciting. Very fun, very exciting is uh, Hannah Kahn. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, this is our first year being part of... Uh, I mean, it's well, we been were, over a year. It's a year and a half. But we didn't have Hannah Kahn last year. We didn't have Hannah Kahn last year. So... Um, this is the first Hanacon that we have been invited to, and, and what is that? It's it it is like uh, it's like the kickoff to the season, right? Mm -hmm. We're gonna hear from lots of experts to talk about um, you know how to prepare our business for the year. We're gonna meet and greet with a lot of people, so that um, if we have someone moving and to it's another area, place in Las Vegas, it is taking place Remember, in Las Christine, Vegas. Remember, Christine, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. There's nothing that's gonna happen in Vegas that needs to stay in Vegas. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> it's not that kind of a party. I know, at but least, it's fun. Vegas at least for fun, me, right? right? At least for me, it's not. I'm sure for some it might be. Oh, I'm sure. I've been watching, uh, there's a Facebook group um, where everyone's talking about all the things they're going to do. And I'm like, really? Because I think that with the three hour time delay, by the time we get to like nine o'clock at night, which will be like, you know, midnight, I'll be done. Yeah, I was just in California <laughs> and I could not stay up past nine o'clock. Nine o'clock was like... Oh my God, I have to go to bed. I'm such, I've, I, this is what it comes down to is I've reached, I've reached old when I'm like, oh, I'm going to Vegas and I'm looking forward to going to sleep at night. <laughs> Something has changed in my life. <laughs> I know when we were just, just being in California, we, we were having dinner at like four o'clock. It was really weird. I was like, oh, we feel, we feel like Jerry Seinfeld's parents <laughs> in Tel Boca Vista. <laughs> We're going out for the early bird special, but we were tired. It's, it's exhausting that three hours difference. It's 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 crazy. But well, and not only that, whenever you travel, you know it's true. What right? And I tell people, if you're a real estate agent and you're slow, plan a trip. Yeah, that's when that's, that's when, when all the business happens. All the business happens the minute you leave the door. I yeah. was on a cruise on the phone every day. 
every day. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm in the middle of the ocean. Can this wait? Nope, this cannot I wait. Know that, you know, that happens. It, it, you know, people were calling me just asking me questions like, oh, I need to, I need to know how to, um, how to get my my septic pipe unclogged. It's like I'm in California. Right. Call a plumber. <laughs> you know, it's it, it, but but that's part of our job. It right? is part of our job. And that's it's... that's the beauty of of the technology today. Is it the beauty? Because I, I kind of think Sometimes it's the it's curse. Not. I think it's the curse. It would be <laughs> nice to be able to actually have just a little time now, away. And I guess I could turn the phone off, right? Like I could just turn the phone off. You could, you could. And I I got to tell you, when we were in Europe, it was much better because nothing happens until about two o'clock because you're six hours. Right. You know, so you have that whole morning until about two. And then I can remember sitting on the beach and then all of a sudden my phone just started Exploded. exploding. And I'm like, oh my God. I had that happen. We were in uh, we were in Ireland, and I had I had a, a client that just was buying older, buying a home for the first time, was so anxious about it, um, and so I'm fielding phone calls, two hour phone conversation. It's two or three in the morning where I am. I've got my the person I'm traveling with banging on the door, just like tell her you're in Ireland and it's three in the morning. You're done. I'm gonna come in there and hang up that phone. <laughs> I was like, I'm trying. Yeah, it was, it was, it was tough. I, the last time when I was in, in, in Italy, I, I had an agent. She just constantly called me in the middle of the night. And I, I, I'm like, I told you, I am in Europe. We're six hours ahead. You cannot call me at six o'clock, you know, in the evening. It's midnight here. I'm in bed. Yeah. It's nuts. But anyway, so. Hanacon, you're going to be going to that. Yep. I'm not going because I don't do those kinds of things. They give me too much anxiety. I know. I know, I get, Christine. One yep. day you're going to get. You're going to get, get you to come me to, to one go. of these things once. It's so much fun. I wish you. I wish that you would come out. Maybe I next think, year to Atlantic City. Yeah, it, that, absolutely. It's a three-hour drive. If you hated it, you could just get in your car and go home. <laughs> right? <laughs> no plane required. So I think yeah. that that's going to be my goal is to get, to get, get me to go to Atlantic you, City to go to, to every triple year, play. triple play in Atlantic City in December. It's just a terrible time of year to have it. It is terrible. How many times timing? has it snowed when you've gone there? Almost none. Almost none. Kinda... Just uh, once that I can remember. <laughs> I remember early, that It's time. early December. We barely get snow early December <laughs> here. So and if we do, it's not a lot. Anyway, point being, I'm super excited for for this adventure. I am, uh, you know, change from you know, the change to Howard Hanna felt kind of strange because Howard, Howard Hanna wasn't a known name in our area. But, you know, I will say over the last year and a half, I've been very happy with, with the change. Mm -hmm. And um, the company is responsive and they do really fun things like this. So mm -hmm. um, I, I am excited. And, and they have the buyback guarantee too, which I don't think anybody else has anything like that. Mm, do you want to, we've got two minutes. Would you like to talk about it? Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, so what we do is if you list with us, we will give you a, um, we will give the, whoever buys your house a money back guarantee. So if they, if, if they sign up for it, if they sign up for it, they have to sign up for it. Yes. And, and the, the, um, the seller has to sign up for it. They, they would be the first people to sign up for it. And then, uh, as the buyer, um, he buys the house, they sign up for it. And I forget now, do you remember? There's Can a we fee. look it up quick? There there is is a, fee. There's a fee for it, but we will buy back the house. Up to, one, I think, one year. Up so if year, you buy a yeah. house and have buyer's remorse on a home that is offering the money back guarantee, 
um, up to, I think, $600,000, um, you someone will buy back your house and you can go move move on and we will resell it. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. so that's kind of a cool thing if you're really not sure about the area that you want. And we cover so many areas that we'll be able to help you find a house someplace else. That's right. Maybe not us personally, but somebody outside of the area right. wherever. Because uh, uh, we do have, I don't know, 300 is it 300? How many how many offices do we have now all across the country? I don't really remember. There's a lot. They're right. all over the place. We go all the way up to Pittsburgh or down to Pittsburgh and all the way upstate. And I think in the Carol, do we have We're something in, big, in Carolinas? Big, yeah, Carolinas, Florida. Uh, you know, there's uh, the footprint of Howard Hanna is continuously growing. Mm-hmm. So. And we actually just expanded with Rand um, into Connecticut, didn't we? Connecticut and two new offices in New Jersey. Yeah. And they are in uh, central Jersey. I can't remember. I can't. I can't remember. There's just so much that goes on. It's hard for us to remember everything. That I would say that's true. You know what I do remember is that it's Monday. We're on the radio, and <laughs> it's almost over. So to wrap up, to wrap up our show today, um, you know, we'll just one more time say if you're thinking of selling this year, which you if you're if if there's a horizon for selling, and you're like, eh, you should at least get a market analysis, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes a number motivates you. Um, and find out what that number is for your home. So agreed. Um, so yeah, we got how much longer now? Just a minute or so. (laughs) (laughs) You're so funny, Grace. Uh, so what's on your, what's, tell me about your upcoming week. Do you have a bunch of clients you're working with? Um, I do have some clients that I'm working with. Someone's waiting for me to call them back right now, trying to negotiate an offer that we've been going back and forth for a week now. So I I will be dealing with that. I have uh, clients that have been, um, looking at lots of, um, income producing properties and flips, that sort of thing. So I've been working with those people a lot lately, uh, clients looking for a high end home that I can't seem to find them that has to be in the town of Warwick and we can't seem to find the right one because they don't want something that's more than like 10 years old. Mm. So there haven't been too many, just think about it. There really hasn't been that many houses coming on the market, as we said. So we really have to wrap it up and we'll be back next week and everybody have a wonderful, wonderful week. Mm -hmm.